Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Keys Dan. Hubba hubba. RadioWhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. (laughs) Have equipment, will travel. Video dance parties, karaoke jams, weddings, parties of all kind. Yeah, let me be an extension of you. Let me make help you to make your party that much better. Uh, speaking of parties, well, I have uh, Rachel F. Allen on the program today. She's kind of a person that does parties. What do I mean by that? Well, you'll know in the next few minutes, so stick around for that. This week's shows, well, as I'm recording this on, on Thursday, I don't have uh, any public shows this week. Unfortunately, the RAB is closing down for a week or two. They're doing some cleaning and making sure that everything gets straightened out for you uh, for the Christmas season. So they got some cleaning to do at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. And the Cedar Lounge Bar and Grill in Moralton, that my Thursday night gig, uh, they assure me that that next Thursday I will be back. But Saturday, I have a wedding. I know, unless you're invited, you cannot come. (laughs) The only reason I mention it, because I'm excited. I got weddings. Weddings are coming back, baby. Yeah, this one's going to be a nice, uh, like a country wedding. Good kids. I've already talked to them. And uh, yeah, good people. I I look forward to it a lot. And, you know, some country love songs. We might shake it a little bit, might might spice it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it's going to be a real sweet, sweet family gathering. And that's what weddings are supposed to be, a celebration of the couple and they're with all their family and friends around them. Ah, I just love weddings. I do. I do. Hey, hey maybe a little karaoke get thrown in there. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's only if the bride and groom want it. I, if anybody else asks for karaoke, I say, no, 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 no. You talk. You ask the bride and groom. And, you know, because uh, now that stuff can go either way. It can go south. Like last week, it was a complete karaoke wedding. Oh, yeah. Last Saturday complete karaoke wedding in fact the uh groom and the bride i had two wireless mics for them you know one for each of them and as you know he was already at the altar with one microphone and she was you know behind us a curtain with the other microphone and they sang shallow that's right they karaoke'd as she came up the aisle now that was special (laughs) that was special so yeah and then the whole rest of the night the people were karaoke. Oh, yeah. They they do a lot of singing. <laughs> that, that whole family loves to sing, and they're so good at it. My goodness. So, uh, hey, if it comes up, it comes up. I already got that available. I have the video screen there that has their logo that is playing music videos if they want it. If they want to put pictures of, of themselves through the years, they could do that as well. Put a little slideshow of, their, of, their, of them growing up or recording together. Yeah. Anything you want. I got the little video screen set up there. Yeah. Exciting. All right. That's enough intro. (laughs) You already know DJLittleRock.com. You already know Facebook.com. Let's find out more about Rachel F. Allen and what she's doing. Uh, Now, I did get Rachel F. Allen on the Skype. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube channel. Uh, Look for Keys Dan. I know I have three different YouTube channels, but the one that has the Radio What logo that's the one that has all the podcast on it. So you'll look up Rachel F. Allen, and she's right there. <laughs> you'll see the video. So let's uh, let's Skype Rachel F. Allen now. There you are. <laughs> There's Rachel F. Allen's beautiful face. What's happening? Nothing much. Just being home, sleep all day. What? I'd love to have one of those days where I don't have to do much 
I want one of those days where I don't have to do much. Does, does that happen often? Or do you have days that are filled with stuff to do? Tell me about Rachel F. Allen today. It's Keys Dan. Well, I usually have stuff to do um, full, but it'd be most of my days just doing nothing and sleeping. But since I got kids, since I got two little ones, two little ones, that's it's a full job. So <clears throat> yeah. Well, all right. But, but are are you a housewife? Are you a a house mother? Because that is the toughest job in the whole world, being a mom, and even being a stay at home mom is probably the toughest job in the whole wide world because you have to be so many things. You don't have to be just one thing. You're not uh, the mom. You're the doctor. You're the, the educator. You're the uh, discipliner. You're the, you're the cop. You're the uh, firefighter. You're the, the, <laughs> the social worker. There's so many I'm different jobs. Yeah. So many different jobs. I mean, tell me about motherhood. Uh, Rachel F. Allen. Tell me about uh, what goes on in the life of Rachel F. Allen. Well, like I said, I was, you know, recently I was staying in Little Rock. And like I said, my husband recently passed last year. Mm. So it's like I'm taking on motherhood by myself now. So, <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, I got my own little, uh, my own little store that I do. Well, jury. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, t- tell the people uh, uh, who who is. Um, first of all, I'm sorry about your husband's passing. Was that something that was a long time coming, or was that something that was sudden? Uh, or it was he had we? He was diagnosed with heart failure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. How old was he? He was 42. 42. I'm 51, yeah. and I'm overweight. I feel like I'm in my my heart attack years. I had a little scare. Yeah, it was way too and overweight. Oh, but my it was because of the fluid. Okay. Congestive okay. heart failure is what I have. I take pills for that. And uh, I, I know I need to be getting up out of this chair a whole lot more. <laughs> I need to be exercising. You're you're giving me a cautionary tale. That's the first thing that I'm getting. The first thing that I'm learning on this podcast uh, from Rachel F. Allen is a cautionary tale. Lose some weight. Get out of that chair. Because uh, yes. you want to live long for your spouse. And eat right. Yeah. Because he doing it. Oh, okay. I mean, now you've got even more responsibility. Because at least maybe you were splitting up the job a little bit. But now you got it all. And I can hear the pressure in your voice a little bit. I can hear that, okay, being home, how am I going to make this work? Uh, you know, what was the plan? Yes. Were you working outside of the house before that? And then you said, I got to do something else. Uh, t- tell me well, about what was happening. it was before... I was a housewife before, before he got sick. When he got sick, uh, he was working because he was a mechanic. Yeah. And like I said, he um, worked until he couldn't work no more. He stuck in there a long time for him to uh, work. And so, and they had put him on disability. So with that, I decided to go through two paparazzi accessories, which is uh, it's a jury line. And I've been doing that, helping us out with that. So. Now I'm just me and my kids, me and my two kids. Well, tell me about the jewelry. Was that something that you've always been interested in? Did, were you grow? Did you grow up as a a very fashionable girl that wore jewelry all the time, or was that something that, that's brand no. new? No, 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 no. I too much. I like I love the jewelry, but I did too much. Didn't wear too much because, like I said, I don't know what it is about my ears. I cannot keep my ears pierced at all. It won't. They close real fast. So, I just wear the necklaces and the bracelets. What do they have? But earrings? No, I don't do that. But yeah, um, I've been in this for four years, so it's it's been good. Okay, so even previous to that, to bring a little extra income in, you say, or, or at least to spend a little extra time that you had, you said, hey, let me do some jewelry uh, and and try to find something uh, to uh, help bring a little uh, money into the house. Has that been working out over the last four years? And and what uh, what kind of work does that entail? Uh, do you have to work really hard at doing it? Is are you doing like no, online videos? No, you don't have to work stuff? too hard on it. Like I said, the jury sells itself. So you might, if somebody like the way something shines on them, if they like the bling, you most likely okay, yeah, they'll buy it. So so, and then, like I say, everything is just five five dollars. So they can't beat no five dollar jury. So. Yeah, Rachel F. Allen. I'd like it to have a product that sold itself. 
I mean, but uh, do you have to be like a walking billboard when you walk around wearing some of this jewelry? Maybe some of the, wear the bracelets and stuff. Okay. And then people are coming up to you and saying, hey, Rachel, where did you get that? That looks pretty nice. That's a, a real nice item. Do, and like I said, I, some folks come up to me and ask me, say it's pretty and ask me where I get it from. But no, I say I, I, sell, I tell them about what I do. But uh, yeah, but I mostly go up to people that I see, especially with kids. So we sell kids jury. And if I see a little girl or whatever, I ask the mother if they like if they, if I can give them a gift. And I say, and I tell them what it is. I just give it to them, gift it out because, yeah, that's what I do. I just, I give, I mostly give away a lot of jewelry lately. So, and this month is a, a customer appreciation month. So, I've been getting out a lot. Rachel F. Allen, you're never going to make money giving away stuff. You got to sell that stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, 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 I know. This month is <laughs> a giveaway. This- this is like a blessing bag, so I get it. I, I know a lot of people, you know, whenever they're doing uh, business, especially in the retail business, you know, you, you give a little like, like you hear you get the flyer in the mail and it says, "Hey, come on in and buy one, get one free," that kind of thing. And there's always a little come on, and if you have the ability to give away a small item to kind of fish them in a little bit, hey, that's just that's just good business right there. You get them hooked mm-hmm. a little bit. You say, "Oh, I gave her a little ring." And now she comes back and she wants to buy, uh, you know, a necklace or a, a watch or, or uh, an earrings or something, whatever, you know, whatever you have for sale there. But all right, let's let's go back a little further on, on a podcast. You you don't want to know about just what you're doing right now. You want to know where you came from and how that uh, that came to be. Uh, we all know already right off the bat. Don't even have to to, to let that cat out of the bag because the cat's out. Rachel F. Allen, look her up on Facebook. She's selling paparazzi, pra, paparazzi jewelry, which is like a, a, a jewelry, uh, from what I can see, it's a, a, you know, a jewelry manufacturer that hires uh, people to come in and then in turn, they hire other people. Uh, you know, you could say pyramid. Yeah, every job is a pyramid. There's always somebody yeah, on top and, and they always hire people all the way down to the bottom. Okay. So yeah, every job is a pyramid. So what you're doing is you're selling, and then you're hiring people to sell as well, and then you well, get. Well, really, yeah. not hiring. They, I just ask, do they want to be a partner? If they want to be my partner, they got. That's the, they say they do their own. Because, like I said, if I ask somebody, like if I'm asking you, if you want to be my partner, you, I sign you up up under me, and I get a, a certain amount of percentage of of your uh, price or whatever. Or if you sell within whatever you sell, and they make their own business, they can sell like do what I do, have your own time to do it or whatever. But like I just said, you got to be active every month, and so it's must it's just easy. Yeah. So not only you know, is Rachel F. Allen a businesswoman, she's also a teacher, and she's also uh, um, helping other people to get their own. Because some people are in that same situation where they have kids at home that they really can't get out of the house so much and they can't really work in a job that's outside of the house. So this might be a good fit for a lot of uh, a lot of people. Is it mostly ladies or are there some some men that you there's know that you work? A few. There's a lot of there's a lot of men getting up in this business, too. A lot of men. Yes. Yeah. So it sounds does it seem like it's a, a you said you've been doing it for four years. Even before, unfortunately, your husband passed away, which, my goodness, he's a mechanic. That, that's a job that, that kids need to learn. You know, a lot of kids are, are just uh, uh, saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to do online streaming or be a blogger or be an influencer. Nobody's really learning a, 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 um, a skill anymore. So working on cars, that's an important skill. That's something yes. that you're going to need. But, uh, you know, going back to you. You were doing this four years ago. What made that that change that said, hey, you know what? I need to do something. What what made you go into the jewelry business? Well, I was buying more than I buying a lot of it, a lot of it. And the lady that I bought it from asked me, did I want to sell it? Me? Since, she, since I was buying a lot of it, she said, why don't you just try to sell it? And you just get a, a discount of what you uh, for what you sell. So my way, my way, go ahead and uh, be a get your own, do your own, and of course, 
Once I sell it, I wear a lot of it. <laughs> well, that, you know, I guess what would be the name of it? a distributor? Is that what you, you end up being call, calling yourself yes. a distributor yeah. of the jewelry? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Independent consultant. And where, where did you say you were from? I'm from Lexington, Arkansas. Where's that's that? where I'm back at right now because I moved down here when I, uh, after my husband passed. Where's Lexington, Arkansas? You might always say it's a little town between, between Mariana and what's on. Okay, so heading out towards the west part of Arkansas, is that right? Yes. You know, what's yes. funny is I talked to an author, uh, Mark Grisham. He just wrote a story uh, called Diablo. I just talked to him uh, a couple of days ago and he, he wrote a story about Helena. And I really don't know much about Helena, but he set that story back in the Civil War. Uh, but uh, you say, what was the name of the, the town again? Lexa. L-E-X-A. Lexa. Man, that, how many people are living in Lexa and, and what kind of a, amenities small, do they have? small. Small town. It ain't that many stays here. Like I said, they you know they have a little few towns. You got your, you got Mariana, then you got Alexa, then you got, well, Helena, what's Helena? Then you got your Marvel, and you got Barton, Arkansas. So it's all sorted out in many parts. <laughs> Rachel F. Allen, I just hired you to be the the um, the director of tourism. For Lexa, Arkansas, <laughs> what is going to draw the people to Lexa, Arkansas? What is there to see? Is there at least a, a traffic light, a walking path, a store, something? What What can you do in Lexa? What do the kids get to do? Really, it's more of a. It's more of. I would say more. You're more like in the country right now, the countryside on the countryside. It's like really nothing in a town. You, if you want to go to a store, you might would say going to what's out so yeah, everything kind of that was in town is more like it's not no more. How far away uh, is that? Uh, uh, how far away? West Helena. How far away is that? I would say about ten, fifteen minutes. See, now that's something to say about Lexa. If you if you want to get away from it all, you want to have a a place in the country where people won't bother you too much, and uh, really uh, during this time, it, a bunch of fields. Yeah, if there there ain't no COVID <laughs> out there in Lexa. <laughs> You don't have to worry about that stuff out there. <laughs> no, I, I know I'm very I'm, quiet out here. I'm glad I'm staying in the countryside, still in town. Yeah, but okay. So you grew very up in quiet. Lexa, yeah, and you're back in Lexa. Yeah, after living in the big city, big city girl, and now she's back in back home in the country. But you grew up in Lexa, and, and what school did you go to, and and what what were the things Barton, that you were into? Barton High, Barton Elementary and High School. And what were you, what kind of things were you into, uh, a young Rachel? Uh, in Barton High School. Mostly Barton. reading. Reading. Okay. What kind of stuff did person. you like to read? I was a quiet person. Yeah. I like quiet. Okay. Let me let me be a little <laughs> quieter. I'm sorry. I'm being all loud. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little high energy when I'm talking to people. I like to get their story and find out more about them and learn from people. And I'm learning from you, Rachel F. Allen. Uh, you know. So, what kind of stuff did you like to read? Give me give me some po pointers. What should I What should I have on my shelf that I should be reading? It was mostly. Growing up, it was mostly scary books until I started getting into the uh, the most romance uh, novels. Tell me about the scary, and then tell me about the transition to romance. Which books? <laughs> what books? Scary was like more like Ariel Stein, um, um, uh, what's his name, um, Stephen King, or whatever the small little uh, teenagers books back then. Hey, now you're playing my song. One of the scariest <laughs> movies I ever saw was The Shining. Why? Because my name is Danny and people <laughs> and the, the main characters, the little kid's name was Danny. Oh, the, no. The little kid's name was Danny. And the little girl said, come play with us, Danny, forever <laughs> and ever. And I said, no, no, stop it. I watched that movie. I was too young. I was way too young to be watching that movie. Scary <laughs> stuff. And then I read all the books. I read uh, Cujo and Carrie mm -hmm. and Firestarter and Skeleton yeah, Crew. Scary. Oh my goodness! All those they, books. They, they messed it up when they made the last one, Carrie. After the first one. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, yes, I could be that kind of intellectual person. Even though I like to watch movies, you, you go, "Hey, the book was much scarier than the movie." You know why? Because that book puts it all in your head. How is your imagination? Uh, how did you put that to use? Did, <clears throat> did you when you when you were a little girl in bed reading those scary books? Were you just uh, scared? And did you scream and go uh, running off to your mom and dad? No, no, no. Cause you don't possibly have no when we can have no possibly have no books in bed. You probably be in the sleep. 
So I was just sneaking in, just having a milk green with my flashlight. That's right. The bunnies are not, uh, they're, they're, they're not in their beds. The bunnies are not in their beds. If you know that children's <laughs> story and you, you have two children. So yeah, you, you probably had some, some children's books. Okay. So you transitioned, you got out of the scary books and then what made you turn to the romance novels and which novels were you in? What, how old were you when you oh, made that switch? That was probably about what in my teens, more likely when I turned 15, I think, because mm-hmm. my sister read a lot, and so I was trying to wonder why she and I, and then from back in the day, the books, they just had, you know, this woman with a big chested man on it, so I was wondering what that was, so I just started reading, so, oh, so, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so you're saying they're a little risky, but you had an older sister that was kind of guiding you along. So tell me about, yes. uh, you know, was that the only sibling you had? You had an older sister? No. <gasps> Twelve. <laughs> okay, I get it. Now Now it's starting to paint a bigger picture of Rachel F. Allen growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Mom and dad read that part in the Bible, said, be fruitful and multiply. And then they closed the book and they just stopped mm-hmm. there and kept going. So, uh, all right. So mo- mom and dad, they, they had a lot of children. Uh, how was that growing up with 12 kids in the house? Uh, how was that? I was a menace. Yeah, yeah. That they say I was a menace. Uh, were you right in the middle, or were you, were you youngest, or I'm the I'm next to the youngest. I'm the eleventh person. Wow. Well, I mean, did, did the older ones take care of you? How old? Yes, the older ones took care of us. Okay, all right. Well, that helps a lot with moms and dads that have to work. Did they have to work outside the house? Yes. What kind of work did they do? My dad was a, my dad was a police officer in, like I said, Marvel, which was another town. Probably about 20, 10, 15, 20 minutes from here. And my mom was a high school, not middle school, uh, geography teacher. Geography teacher. I like teachers. I like teachers. And I like cops for that matter. So your dad, I commend him as well. It's a tough Mm -hmm. job. It really is because you never know. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen when you when you go up on somebody, especially, you know, traffic stops. I guess was it the hardest things was traffic stops and, uh, and domestic uh, uh, calls, right? And mm-hmm. man, so, tell me. I mean, was were you scared for your dad every every day when he was when he went off to work, or were you looking him at him like he's man, you're a hero? Like you know what? What, what was he to you? He was my hero. Yes, I miss him. Mm. He was my hero, and I, sometimes I couldn't stand him because I had because we mostly got whoopings by him. So <laughs> all I whoopings by him. Well, <laughs> but, all yeah. right. You grew up in a time when whippings were still the, the way to go. And, you know, my mom was the one that disciplined me for sure. Uh, she threw shoes at me. Cuban mama down in Miami, Florida, you know, in the Florida Keys. So, uh, yeah, shoe throwing mama. That was my mom, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for sure. But, uh, you know, that's I, I do. I feel like that's the way to discipline. Have I ever spanked my kids? Very rarely. You know, if if at all, I I think I remember one time. I don't know how to explain my kids at all. I guess it's the way they cause they run wild right now. Isn't it weird? Problem. <laughs> Isn't it weird in one generation where I went outside to play all the time? I'm guessing in Lexa out in the country, you were able to go outside and play all day long mm-hmm. until the street lights came on. But in Lexa, there's probably no street lights. So until it was dark, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what kind of stuff did It'll you get into dark. outside in, in Lexa? Uh, were you getting into the mud? Were you shooting each other with BB guns, or what, what, what was going on? That that's a boy thing. Yeah, it was mostly since I'm, I was around my older brothers. Cause like I said, like I'm, it's like we're kind of like stairs down. It's, it's kind of like a gap in somewhere in between. A, it's like there's two spots where it's a big old gap. Uh-huh. But I'm mostly following behind my uh my older brothers. So yeah. So you it had was, your brothers to yeah, play with? I playing darts and shooting. I was mostly barefooted all day long. That's and people funny. ask me why I'm always barefooted. Hey, I grew up like this. So. That's right. You know, I was barefoot in the rock. I have Flintstone yep, feet. In the rocks. Yeah. Uh, you know, down in the Florida Keys, we definitely had Flintstone feet. And I, I, I did a lot of play in the Everglades in, in Florida, uh, out in the swamps out there. Uh, you know, right with the alli- alligators. Who knows? Was there an alligator sitting right next to me? Was there a snake over there? Hey, look, a snake. Let me pick that up. It, was that a poisonous <laughs> one? I don't know. Might be. But, you know, you, you, have, you, you lose your fear when you get outside to play. And, and I feel like, uh, 
you know, playing outside, my immune system is a little bit better. What do you think? I mean, yeah. And, and then, mm-hmm. you know, your kids I go outside. So too. What? And I can't how to get my, uh, my kids to go outside mm. at all. Are they playing a, a lot of video games or watching some TVs or what are they doing? Mostly TV and yes, yeah, TV. Yeah, mostly on uh, yeah, TV, <laughs> TV or my uh, or my um, or uh, on um, YouTube. Hey, I got no problem with that. I like watching TV and I like what I like playing video games. I just got back into it about three months ago. I'm playing a lot of Fortnite. A lot of Fortnite. I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> I ain't got into that yet. Uh, so I our, play. We got an Xbox. I used to play with him. With my husband, I used to play uh, Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead. Okay, there's one I need to figure. I need to figure out. I'm doing online game streaming. So Left 4 Dead. Hey, is that we like a, a shooting game? To, uh, do uh, the online to see how it was, but it was some things. When we come down to it, we can we can afford to get do it. So we never got a chance to do it. Oh, I get it. I get it. But oh man, all right. There's a game I need to look for. Uh, and uh, so it's a nice shooting game. A shooting game. Yeah, see, my kid would love to play with them too. Cause my my daughter was she started playing with them a couple times before. And my like my son, he's he was what a couple of months old or. I think it was six months when he when he wanted to play it in with the controller and oh. got mad because he couldn't play. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool, Rachel F. Allen. See, I'm learning from you. I, I definitely could have learned <laughs> from you. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I have a a PS4, but I haven't quite figured out how to uh, how to hook that to my computer so I can stream it online. You know, I, I like streaming online and and getting stuff you know out to the world. Because and then I started this podcast so I could learn from people, and now I'm learning from you, Rachel F. Allen. You know, I tell people that Fortnite is kind of like Call of Duty, except when you shoot somebody, uh, you dance around in a funny suit. (laughs) (laughs) Your little avatar. But all right. uh, Continuing through the years, man, you're reading a lot of books. And then uh, as you're growing older, you're getting you're getting those uh, those uh, naughty books off the off your sister's bookshelf and going, ooh, so that's what life is like. Is it? Is that what life is like? Why, Why do people read romance novels? Well, when I was reading it, it took me to another place. I was like, when I read Red Boots, it just took me your imagination to a a new a new spot or place. And that's so, what it's yeah. supposed to do. That's what reading is supposed to do. Something, you know, with uh, you know, a lot of kids. Well, I mean, that's the way kids kids are, are always going to want to learn from each other more than to learn from the grown ups. But the reason the grown ups or the older people write the books is so maybe they'll learn. Maybe some kid will pick up this book and learn something. I mean, even if it is a little romance, even if it is something a little scary, but there's a backdrop that usually those stories get written on the backdrop of something else. Like I said, the the author that I, I talked to on Sunday, he wrote a story about West Helena, but he wrote it uh, in the time of, of, of before, just before the Civil War, when the mm-hmm. South was saying, if you if if Abraham Lincoln gets to be president, we're going to secede from the union. And that's where the story is taking place. You know, so it kind of gives you that little idea. So maybe you're reading a story about romance or about uh, horror, but it's set during the the World War Two or set during the civil rights movement or set during, you know, the the 60s or the 70s. And you get kind of a little period piece. You know, you get you always get a little knowledge, a little history. Uh, from people when you're in those books. So, are you still reading books? Yeah, I got a Kindle on my phone that I read. What, I haven't read in a while because, like I said, the kids <laughs> being more active today. Since they're since they've been doing virtual school here, it, I'm more active with them here than I am with uh, anything. Yeah, whenever I tell people I'm reading books, I'm not reading books. I'm listening to the audio book. That's something brand new, and it's not even brand new. You used to be able to get books on tape. Even the Bible mm-hmm. on tape, you could used to be able to get stuff on tape that you can listen to. You pop it into your tape recorder. Now, I read in here because I might, my, my, uh, you might, uh, if you hear something, you can't, I don't know if you can go back or not on virtual or not. I mean, on, uh, we can listen to it or not. I don't know if you can go back on it. Oh, yeah. So I like to read. I like to read too, but a lot of times I'm driving around my day job, I get to drive around a lot from here from conway to russellville all the way back and throughout you know and i'm always driving around so while i'm driving i have a little earpiece in 
and I, I put a podcast on or I put a, a book on tape and that's how I do my reading and get my knowledge. Usually I have a little news podcast or something entertaining, but, uh, you, you know, beyond that, uh, you, you're, Hey, look, it's tough. Once you get out of school and you become a, 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 a wife and a mother, uh, your responsibilities start to change. So it's not about yep. you so much. It's about them. So tell me mm-hmm. about, about being a mom and when did that happen? And, and how did that change your life? Well, I had my daughter. Well, I had a, before I had her, I had a miscarriage. That was a boy. Yeah. And then before, and now when I had her in 2015, she was supposed to be a Christmas baby, but she came on six. And so with her, it was easy because she was a girl. But uh, I think, and I kind of, kind of found out that I uh, about what she was eight months, eight or nine months when I found out that uh, I was pregnant with a boy, my son. Wow. And I, I had no uh, symptoms when I had him. When I found out I was pregnant, I was five months pregnant already. <laughs> what a surprise for both of you. Oh my yeah, God. I was five months pregnant. So, was, <laughs> so yeah. You just look down and go, huh, something a little different here. Uh, how did you figure <laughs> out that you were five yeah, months pregnant? My, my husband was a lot. I've been, a, I was in my moody a lot. Moody a lot. And I always just, just, Fussing, yelling at him a lot. So and he told me something. You, you sound like you pregnant. So did you he go to the, the so being moody a lot? So <laughs> of course I said, well, I said no, nah, it can't be. I said so. So to prove you wrong, go. Uh, I'm gonna go um, to the doctor because pregnancy checks didn't work for us. Because okay. when I was pregnant with her, my daughter, they would come back saying that was it was negative, oh. and I was pregnant. So we had to go take a blood test. And of course, when, it, when it, she came back and told me, had a little smile on her face, she said, oh, yeah, you five months pregnant. I mean, she pregnant. So when we looked at uh, the ultrasound, I was five months pregnant. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was surprised. Well, I mean, I was expected to get pregnant that fast. Well, you got all your brothers but, and sisters. I, I'm, guess, I'm guessing by what you said, at least your father has passed away. Is your, your mom still around? She's still around, yes. Okay, what did you think when you had, okay, the first kid, uh, you, that was a, a regular pregnancy, you feel, you felt it, you, you went to the doctor, oh, okay, I'm pregnant, and then you had the child, that's wonderful, but then when you tell her, hey, I'm five months pregnant with another baby, what did, what did she say? What did, what did your family say? <laughs> this is, just, they'll just congratulate me. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Well, okay, well, that's leading to me, me to believe, okay, five. 2015, you got two small children in the house, so that's yeah, a little handful. A year, he's a year and a, a month after her. Wow! So like back to back. Well, that's a handful right there. Uh, some people yeah. say, uh, you know, when what is it? Uh, uh, some people with several children say, if you got one children, it's like not even having any children. But you got yeah. two children, and you're a single mom, and you're doing it all. You're trying to make some make some money, bring it in the house. Are you living back at home? Do you have some family that's helping you out a little bit? Yeah, I'm staying. My mom's down here, so I stay like two houses down, three houses down from her. Oh, that's nice. It's good to have family. There's nothing more important than family. Usually, they're the ones that are going to back you up for the rest of your life, you know, throughout everything, through thick and through thin, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, she got my daughter's school. <laughs> and that's what they're supposed to be doing. You know, hey, you always tell your, your child, Hey, that's not the person that I grew up with. No way. She's just, she's an old lady trying to get into heaven. <laughs> that's what I tell my kid, you know, my kid when she had the uh, grandma around, you know, she was getting spoiled rotten. Uh, my my uh, oldest child was getting spoiled rotten by my grandma. I mean, by my mom. And I said, no, no, no. She's just an old person trying to get into heaven. That's what she's doing. Uh, don't don't let her fool you. She used to throw lots of shoes I at me. with somebody come do that one. With, with my, we came and did that with the boy because uh, he just stuck to me. Okay. He won't go nowhere. Well, that's, just, that, that's like the general thing. Usually it's they're stuck to their dads and then boys are stuck to their moms. Uh, that, that happens a lot. I, it seems to be a very typical thing that I've heard many times. Uh, you yeah, know, she, yeah, my daughter prays about her daddy. My second baby, uh, she's very tight with her mom because she's been homeschooled and you've already let me know that now you're doing the virtual school 
And um, is there is it homeschool or is it virtual school virtual. from Barton? Just virtual. Like from Barton? Because uh, uh, Barton didn't have no, uh, they, they spots filled up quick. Got school. Yeah. Well, the nice thing about virtual is you can do it from anywhere. Really. It could be just a, it could be a class that that's across the country. So that may be able to broaden their minds. That might be the plus is uh, if you don't have a class available here in that particular subject, you could take it from anywhere around the world online, but uh, you have to, to stay with them while they're doing their virtual. (laughs) It's not like you set them in front of the computer and say, you're on your own at five years old. No, no, I, I stay with mine. I don't let just let her let her go do it by herself. Cause even though she's more like just seeing and repeating what the teacher's saying or whatever, or ask if the teacher asks a question for something that, that she holds up, she answers it. But I still sit beside her though. So I just let her on leave her in front of the computer screen. Do you feel like the the child is getting a, a, a decent education? You know between having the online schooling and then whatever you do afterwards to kind of reinforce that? Do you feel like uh, yeah. she's getting educated very well? Yes. Cause she's pretty, she's pretty smart. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know some, if, if it's like the teachers on, if she repeats something that she, that's already been done for the, throughout the month, cause mostly stuff that uh, have throughout the month, they just stay on one thing or a several, uh, one color, like, like a color. They just stay on one color and two numbers for the month. She just, she just more. So I broaden her, broaden her mind of going further. So of course she does that. So, well, your mom was a teacher. She was a geom- geometry teacher or geography teacher, one of those geos. But uh, you can reclarify it in a second. But um, I remember when I was going to school with some kids, and some of their parents might have been instructors. And I always wondered about that. You go home as a child after learning all day. And then you go home to someone who's been teaching. Is she? How was it growing up with a teacher? Does that is that good or is oh, it bad? Oh, we couldn't do nothing. We had to make sure when we come home, straight to do our work, and we couldn't turn on no TV, no playing until our work was done. <laughs> do you feel like and that was something? Our chores for the, uh, for whatever chores we had, they had to be done too before before we went to bed. Do you feel like that so was good. beneficial? I mean, with twelve kids. Uh, you could brag on them now. Is uh, how did the twelve kids turn out? Uh, what kind of what kind of work did they end up doing? We had, like I said, we had like a little chart or whatever during a week or who whatever the day that was for the person that did do it. It it relied, relied on them, so nobody can say I'm point fingers saying it was a job or their job. So we had like a little chart on the wall, with the names on it, and whatever chore. That week that we, that we had to do, it relied on us. If we didn't do it, we got in trouble. So, Well, that sounds very <laughs> structured at home. But I'm saying, you know, after the kids got out of school, what did they end up being when they grew up, uh, you know, from oldest uh, to youngest got, or anyone in particular? I got shout outs to the brothers and sisters. I got two or three. One brother, he went to the service. Um... And I got two brothers that's truck driving, and I got two sisters that's teachers, and just uh, and the rest of them is just uh office office people. Hey, it sounds like that's they cool. all got to work. That sounds great. You know, all that structure that your mom and dad gave them when when they were uh, in school. You know, between dad, you know, being the the forceful, you know, maybe a little more disciplinary. And then mom being the structured, you know, making a chart and making sure that everybody got their stuff done. It looks like they they all got out into the world and and went to work, you know, between uh, uh, teaching and truck driving for sure. And being in the military yesterday, being Veterans Day. Hey, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, my brother was in, in the Navy and I, 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 I man, I appreciate him for for everything he did. You know, I was trying to get into the Navy and I got in a motorcycle wreck, so I didn't go, you know. Like two days before I was supposed to go in. Oh, you know, but uh, I wish we didn't have to have uh, an armed services. I wish we weren't at war. You know, I, I kind of worry mm-hmm. about those people that are over there in, in, the, in the Middle East. What are we fighting for? But that's a whole I other story. Two, uh, two, I got a niece and a nephew that's in the service now. One that's in 
my niece is in Germany. She finna get ready to go to Hawaii, I think, for next year. That's where I want to go. <laughs> they move with her to Hawaii. And I think I got a nephew. He's in California, I think. Yes. <laughs> how, how do I get that service? Can I can I get the ones in California and Hawaii? Can I go? Can I go <laughs> go there? Because uh, being in the <laughs> Middle East doesn't seem like it's the fun place. Although I know that they're doing a whole lot of good stuff as well. I, I, I you know, I wish the the armed forces really wasn't needed to be armed. I wish that was the forces were you know bringing food to the people, bringing social stuff to the people, bringing you know the good stuff to the people rather than fighting. I I don't want people dying over that. There's enough enough things that kill us uh, all over you know in this crazy life than than having to go overseas and fight some people. That's a Ah, but that's a whole nother story. Did I just get off on a, on a ramp? No, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. We're talking about you, Rachel F. Allen. Let's go back to you. I mean, you know, definitely growing up, you gave a little shout outs, but, uh, you know, tell, tell me what the, the family thinks about you and the jewelry business. They've been supportive. And I, um, you know, first thing you all think when you first get into a business, you'll think the family will always help. But yeah, that's something you gotta look at. Okay, there's some folks that most I ain't probably get no help from my family until my second or third year of that. So they knew that that I wanted to do this, so they reached out and helped. Buying, you know, buying or contributing to my job, to my excuse me, <clears throat> to my job. Um, it it helps. So, but yeah, I'm just trying to broaden my my uh my business out a little bit well i mean you're a smart person rachel f allen you know that life happens and people have their own priorities and they got their own stuff when they make a certain amount of money and you go well all right some of this money is allocated for food some of it's for rent and here's a little extra that oh yeah i could buy some of that jewelry from rachel no problem i could do that let me let me throw five bucks her way and get that uh that ring or that that necklace that I want. Now, when you're doing this, this business is, is some of it online? Is some of it streaming things online? Like, like we're doing yeah, right now? I got an online site that, um, from my, from the company online site that you can go to. And I do have it, um, a business page that I, whatever inventory that I get, I put on, on my business page on Facebook. Very good. Okay. Well, I'll definitely put that link in the show notes. So people know how to get a hold of you on that. Uh, but um, what I'm saying is I noticed that in your glasses, I could see that you have a ring light. Do you do, uh, a lot of videos, uh, on I Facebook do, uh, lives? Fine lives. Whenever I show Jerry, I, um, I show it like, depending on when, when I go live, cause I don't go live when I supposed to, but when I, when I make it to go live, I show what I have throughout them for the month of something new from a new inventory. So, yeah, <clears throat> and this is my helper right here of my, I call her Diamond, so she's my <laughs> helper, and I post everything up on her, so. Well, for yeah. those that are listening to the, the audio version only, I, I encourage you to check out the video version on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Keys Dan, or just look up Keys Dan and look for the Radio What logo, and you'll find Rachel F. Allen's beautiful face right there next to me. See, as I'm pointing this way, I'm really pointing at you in my broadcast <laughs> software. <laughs> and and uh, you'll be able to see the, the nice little mannequin that she puts necklaces on and she's got her all dressed up. And, uh, and you can see like earrings and you get a little idea of, hey, what if that was me wearing some of Rachel F. Allen's paparazzi jewelry? That's fantastic. Yeah, that's how you that's how you do it. That's how a, a salesperson does it is you put it out there in the front window and you you become the billboard anyway. Now, I, I know what you're talking about doing lives on a certain schedule. Like uh, I'm supposed to when I'm doing my my online streaming, when I'm doing my gaming, I should make a schedule at seven o'clock every day. Do this. That way, all my fans will say. I'm going to be out there at seven o'clock and that way they'll know, oh, Rachel's going to be online at seven o'clock. Let me get dinner ready. Boom. And that way, when she's ready to go, I'll be watching her. Do you set up a schedule? Are you supposed to set up a schedule or do you just go online I whenever you get a chance? I set up a schedule, but since I do just buy uh, what I have 
for a month, I just whatever day that I, my, my inventory coming in, I'll just uh, open that box the day my inventory come in, or I'll make a, a set up a day to go live. So it must be scheduled, but hey, stuff don't go by schedule, so just well, do what you got to do. I, I would say making a schedule would probably be the way to go. You tell people, hey, you know what? I'm going to go live at seven o'clock every day. Yeah, and I even do. if you don't have a new box uh, yeah. to open, even if you don't have a new box, you could pick up a piece, like an earring and just, hey, you know what? I'm going to talk about this earring for about 10, 15 minutes. And look at this earring. You need to get this earring. You need to put this in your head right here and walk around with this earring. You know, it's a, you know that way every day. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, as, as all the stuff that I do as a DJ, I feel like if I don't, if I don't do stuff every day, if I don't put myself out there every day, people are going to forget about me. People will forget about you. Well, I, I do want... post on my uh, business page daily. So, well, good. How do they find you on online? What's that? What's that business page? Rachel's Paparazzi and Accessories. Rachel's and Paparazzi. It's, it's my name, Rachel. What is uh, Paparazzi and Accessories? Okay, well, I'll definitely have to look. And I have to say it's it's uh my um my face so on a on a on tag. I think there's several folks with my with my with the name Rachel on there. So yeah. Okay, and then there's a paparazzi accessories dot com, and your number is six five five two one. Make sure they yes. look it up with six five five two one. And it really there's a little story about you. It, you get personal about yourself and. It lets people know, hey, they're not, you know, you can go to a store and buy jewelry, but the reason that they're getting jewelry from you is because they're supporting you and they're helping you to support your children and mm -hmm. they're going to get personal service from you. I'm guessing that they can contact you at any time they need to and you yes. will get back to them as soon as you possibly can, right? Yes. That's yes. right. So, all right. So is it only on Facebook? And then that that paparazzi accessories dot com uh, website, I do, and I do uh, do it on, on Instagram too. Instagram, okay. I need to find that Instagram for you, and then I need to also. I guess uh, there's a Pinterest uh, that popped up on that on that thing, and and I was looking. They, they said that there was a, a, a Twitter, but I guess you don't you don't do Twitter. So the the more thing that you will uh, that we will find you on is Facebook, Instagram. Those are the two places that people find you the most correct yes all and right I say if they don't want to um uh, nothing of what's in what's in my inventory what i got they can go through the website very good cool. uh that number that's six five five two one so you say you were buying a lot of this stuff before you even started doing this what what, yes. what was the kind of jewelry that you were that you were into because you said you, you didn't wear jewelry when you were in school but you got out and you said you had a friend that was selling this stuff and and you you had to buy some what what, what kind yeah, of items were you buying? Yeah, she was a she's a she was is a blogger. Like I said, I follow books, and she uh, follow a whole bunch of authors on uh, Facebook. So, and she was a blogger, and she got into this into this and was telling. And when she started selling it, and I started buying it from her to help her out, you know. And she said, since I was buying a whole bunch of from her, she said, okay, why don't you? Why don't you just start your own business of selling yourself? Yeah. That's what I started doing. So, Rachel F. Allen, not only can you get jewelry from you, but you can also help people uh, join your team. And if, you know, maybe it, for someone that is at home that wants to make a, a little extra, a little extra money, a little and extra And it change. does help. I'm letting you know, if you own a, 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 a tight payment, one month payment, it does help out a lot. Well, good. That's what I'm on. I'm on a one payment a month, and it does help out a lot. Well, that's what we're supposed to be doing is helping each other out. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad that you came on. I know that we, we met, you know, with uh, karaoke and stuff. How, how long you've you been singing? What, what made you what made you want to start doing karaoke? When was that? I started doing karaoke with my friend Jennifer Miller a long time ago. That was when I first met her. And we've been doing that ever since 2004. And I've been loving it ever since. That's and cool. I it because I have not been able to do it since I'm down here. I know. I don't, I don't think nobody down here does it. 
there was a couple months that I wasn't able to do it because of this whole COVID thing. And let me tell you, it was it, it was a struggle. I'm glad that I'm I'm back out there. Uh, you know, yeah, I guess that is the disadvantage of being in a small town is not having you know a place to go to uh, unwind and maybe do some singing. I hope that you're singing in the house. I hope you're singing to your little children and. And make it yeah, there. they got a we got a karaoke machine. We have karaoke night once every uh, every every uh, Saturday. That is excellent. That is small town life, and that is that's family life. You know, that's bringing families together with singing. That's the way uh, people used to do it hundred years ago. Maybe even you know less than a hundred years ago, they would go and sit around and you know sit around the piano and sing to each other and sing you know uh, great songs. And that, that's something that you're that tradition that. That you're going to start and maybe those kids as they're growing up, you know, I used to sing with my mama when I was a little kid. I think I'm going to sing with my children and you'll start that tradition, bringing families together, singing together, having fun. See, that's good. That's good, Rachel F. Allen. I can tell you're a good mama. Uh, and you said the, the girl's a good student, but uh, the boy, he's much, much younger. You said he's rambunctious. What, what's he learning? What's he into? <sighs> Cars. <laughs> well, that's good. Like his dad. Mechanic. Excellent. That's, that sounds really, really he good. He's crazy about cars, and he he's rebunctious. <laughs> like I say, he's gonna be four in January. I mean, yeah, in January she's gonna be she's gonna be five in January. I mean, December he's gonna be four in January, okay. and it's like um, they those who argue like cats and dogs and. He won't. He, whenever he wants, whatever she wants, he'll mess with her till she give to him. So it just, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how kids are, are supposed to be. There, you know. I'm glad that they have each other. You know, they'll be taking care of each other. Maybe they'll get into it with each other. Little fights. I know with my little brother. I used to fight with him until he got taller than me, and ooh, he could beat me up now. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, and on top of that, she's taller than him. Yeah, that's and he still know. bullies her. Well, I mean that that. that hopefully as they get older he'll realize he needs to be taking care of her and she needs to be taking care of him and they'll take care of each other all the way up that's usually how it works out with with siblings and families we take care of each other but uh, okay now this is your your time and you know and i, I know that i've taken some of your time but I, I want you to be able to give shout outs this is like free time for you you give shout outs to the people that have helped you out along Along the way, your your customer appreciation, you know, the top customers that, you know, and, and, and what are the things that people are, are buying for people that are on the video version of this? You know, hold up some of the accessories that you've had that you're uh, that that are your top sellers that people are really enjoying. Well, bring my it's a, like I say, I got a bunch of stuff everywhere. If you see this. Oh, that is a nice pegboard full of, of great items. Looks like earrings and such earrings and there's a bracelet over there wow that's like a store like I, said, I had a, a pegboard for earring I me and necklaces yeah but he is done messed it up so <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the struggles yeah, of life um, these are okay that looks like a um, cameo maybe on on a on the end of a necklace is that looks yes. beautiful that's like a, a nice big round thing what i could see is is the uh maybe like a silver or a gold a metal outside and then the, the white on the inside. That's, that's what I'm able to see on the camera. That's a copper, uh -huh. a copper piece with a, like a little, uh, brown or white with a crack line in the middle. Wow. That's yeah, so it's a necklace. It's a very a big chunky. Right here. Yeah. Now, you know, when I was a that's, kid, you wouldn't. Like I say, every, every earrings, every necklace set come with the earrings. If you want it, the earrings on it, you can just upgrade it to, a bigger set. So you wouldn't know it. When I was a kid, I used to have earrings myself. <laughs> so, so, so I was a, a little a little kid who thought, it was, you know, I was all full of myself and put my earrings in and thought, hey, I was something, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I guess I grew up. <laughs> I know there's a lot of old people, old men's that are still wearing earrings and, and still thinking that there's something. But hey, you know, you, you grow up, you grow out of that stuff. Or maybe you don't. And maybe you want those people. Maybe you want the old man with the earrings. If that's something you could sell to them. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's i mean i know i'm having fun with you but uh i mean who are the people that have been helping you out the most uh who, who give shout out well i'll say uh, it's been a sister one once one of my sisters 
My name is Cheryl. She, uh, she's been helping out a lot. And there's a customer or two. Her name is Jaleesa Jackson. She's been helping out a lot. And another one named uh, Miss Deborah. She's been helping out a lot. Now, and I say I had a, a couple more before I moved. That was in Little Rock before I moved down here. And when I moved down here, it seemed like I lost some customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it starts to dry up. You know, the inconvenience. Yeah of having to go so far away, but you, I, I don't know. Do you have a, like a mailing process? Are you able to send stuff away? Yeah, send stuff I, out? I ship out, um, okay. I ship out to them if, if they, if they need to ship now. So, well, that's yeah. a nice, nice thing about having these, uh, like FedEx and stuff like that, that they, they'll take stuff from you or even the post office and they'll take stuff from you and send it all over the world for you. All right. Rachel mm -hmm. F. Allen. I mean, any, uh, any other avenues you want to explore? You want to tell anybody about? Before we wrap this thing up, yeah, like I said, uh, all paparazzi, I sell it for five dollars, and it's everything is lead and nickel free. We do have men, women, and, and uh, little girl pieces, so y'all can just check out the site. I guess he will have the site for you. And it's like I said, it's, it's all to you. And like I said, I'm looking for people to be partners with, and there's three, um. Packages that you can get, but most of the people that uh, I, I mostly tell them to get, they get the ninety nine dollar one. So it comes with thirty five or 30, 35, 35 pieces. But yeah, you, like I said, if you want to do it, y'all can just get in touch with me or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll just hook you up. Like I said, this is something that keeps me entertained at home for me to do. Oh yeah. And like I said, if you don't, I'm honest, I don't drive everything from home. And when I do get a chance to go out, I kind of bring stuff with me to take out and see if anybody would like to do anything. So, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good thing to do. Well, it sounds like it's a good fit for you. And that's probably a good fit for a lot of other people that are in similar situations. There's there's a lot of, you know, a lot of house mothers and house fathers that are, you know, are looking for stuff to do in their off time or, or in their downtime to try to make a little extra money. And, and it looks like Rachel F. Allen, you got the tools, you got an, the ability to help some people out that way. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast and telling us a little bit more well, about nice you. Doing. Me. And uh, I usually finish these things off with last words for the people that could be some words to live by. Maybe something that, that you heard a long time ago, that uh, a mantra oh. that you live by, or, it could just, just be whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Rachel F. Allen, last words for the people. If you want to do what I do, just holler at me. Well, there you have it, party people. Rachel F. Allen. Wasn't that beautiful? Wasn't that sweet? <laughs> Isn't she a nice lady? Oh, my goodness. She And she is... Uh, She's doing it. She's doing it all. She's a single mom, you know, widowed mom, and she's taking care of her two little kids and she's selling jewelry, you know, to make ends meet, you know, on top of, you know, whatever uh, allowance she gets, uh, she is helping uh, to, to uh, supplement her income with this jewelry service, with this jewelry uh, being a distributor. So I'm, I'm very proud of her. I'm very happy to know her and the singing it looks like it sounds like she's a great mama taking care of those little kids and and uh, you can help to take care of her and help to support her by checking out this jewelry. You know, it's only five bucks a piece. So it's and it's a uh, quality jewelry. As far as I can see, uh, everybody that I've talked to, every every uh, article that I've seen about this paparazzi jewelry, it's it's good stuff. You know, it's and it's all shiny and nice and. And it might go with the outfit that you're wearing out tonight or to the office, either one. So uh, check out Rachel F. Allen. Uh, the links are in the show notes and you can find her on Facebook. And the reason I keep saying Rachel F. Allen, I'm drilling that into your head. That's the Rachel F. Allen that you need to find that's selling that paparazzi jewelry. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being on the show. Uh, the What Makes You Famous podcast. Now, if you, yes, you, my loyal listener, my loyal viewer, would like to be on the podcast, tell your story. I encourage you to give me a call 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com. That's it for me. Keys Dan, radio what.com. 
DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What? The music you want. Hey, guys. This is Shelly G with a fast fact. Excavations from Egyptian tombs dating to 5000 BC show that the ancient Egyptian kids played with toy hedgehogs. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag, What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram, at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter, at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube, at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radiowhat.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keysdan.com thank you for listening this is keys dan and this is shelly g and you're listening to radio what.com <laughs>